We're going to dig into the first episode of Surface, a Hello Sunshine production written, created, and executive produced by showrunner Veronica West. I'm just wearing every hat here, who we interviewed as part of an Apple TV press junket. One of the highlights of our career, for sure. Wow. We're with the press. With the press. So, Surface, episode one, basically my worst nightmare up on the screen. <laughs> Why? Why is it your worst nightmare? So I already feel like reality for me. And I know it's funny because we talked about this for like one second before we started. And I think we're going to feel the same way, but we, we're going to get there different ways as mm-hmm. often happens with us. I don't know. I feel like reality is a pretty tenuous thing for me. <laughs> Time is such a slippery <laughs> measure that if I actually woke up and remembered nothing I don't know how I could go on because I already full faculties full memory no trauma I still wake up like that David Byrne talking head song where I'm like is this my house (laughs) like what how did this happen wow right okay okay and the song really alludes to someone who's like sleepwalking through their life but for me and, and and I try to live very consciously but even when you do that life is the sum of many small decisions yeah. mm-hmm. and so you can very easily wake up and go now I don't have regret I'm, I'm happy about all of it but if you try to trace back t- to what I have now you know in my husband my relationships my friends my my where I live it's hard to pinpoint when that changed and when it could have gone in a completely different decision or direction and how do you know and like it's all a bunch of small things adding it up so if you lost all memory and someone had to basically tell you these are all the things that made up your life this is who you are and you have to rely which is the premise of this which is so interesting you have to rely sophie has to rely on other people to tell her who she is and that's the part that's causing an existential crisis in me i I, this show i've literally been driving around and in the shower (laughs) places where i think and there's like a there's like a title card like in my head Mm -hmm. i can see it and it says who am i like question mark i mean i have not suffered a traumatic brain injury and lost all memory like her and yet i'm like oh my god which version of me is me yeah. I mean, she is raising mm. such an interesting premise here that you are different people with yeah. different people, right? You are different mm-hmm. versions of yourself. So if you There's ask, a context, yes. yes Which we talked about ask, a little bit in Leo Grand, but yes. yes. Yeah. But, if but it's ask, really hitting home for you here. Oh my God. I, it also goes with what we've been talking about with like, you know, family, where you are in your family mm. and how you can mm-hmm. never escape your family of origin. Like you are a version of yourself. That one is like you're hardwired in your family You that you yes. have a role. But you also, that's just fine. Okay, that's there. You could ask, so if you asked a sibling who, mm. if you lost your memory, if I, and I came back and I asked my brother, would not. who am I? He'd give one description of me. Yeah. Then if yeah. you asked a work colleague or mm-hmm. asked a friend, and even among friends. I mean, I yeah. know in this show, Caroline, they're focusing on that particular friend. But yes. If somebody asked you, Corinne, 
if I came back with no memory and I asked you what I was like, you would tell me one thing yeah. and another friend would tell me a whole nother. So yes. this is maddening. And also, but even without that, we talked about on the goals episode and I think afterwards I text you, I'm like, I don't know that, Kate. <laughs> like, so that's exactly right. right. So, but it's not just that you people see you differently and that is true it's also though then then is causing then in me but what which one is me i mean for sophie the problem is she actually doesn't have her own memories or past i'm like but what the hell i do and i still don't know yeah so this was just like really tripping me out it's just like i i don't know yeah you know same yeah it's and it was like go ahead yeah. So for me, I, I understand more what you're saying. And I definitely ha- felt like uh, maybe that was my Saturn's return. That's what I, then where I have to reconcile these pieces of me and, and how do I become more singularly me? And, yes. but I still, and I still understand the concept. I, you still, if you talk to anyone who worked with me at an investment bank yes. or a law firm, they would have a completely different uh, picture of me than you know someone else certainly and that I think a lot of people can wrap their head around like of course like I'm a different person in different places but 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 do most people you think go well right but I know who the real me is like whoever that lawyer friend of mine who I used to work with thinks I'm like one way I know the real me I'm sort of like no wait I'm not sure I do yeah I didn't no I think that was my Saturn's return when I was like I don't know who I am I know I was living through the visions of other people and uh, other contexts, but I didn't know who I was. And so that is a long and slow process. I'm thinking Sophie's going to get through it quicker than, than I did. (laughs) But that's what's so great about the show because you, you, she, that she, she took something that I do think is very universal and relatable, but then dialed it up to dialed it up. Like we've talked about Then when you add it to, it's not farcical level, but it's, you add it up to this dramatic level and then throw in the fact, of course, because it's a thriller that not only does she need to rely on these other people, you can't trust any of these other people yeah. or that's the idea behind it. You wonder can, who can she believe? By the way, that's also part of my worst nightmare is I have trouble trusting people that I trust and yes, <laughs> even, and then I, I would have a really hard time. Yeah, these people really you're supposed to be able to trust. I mean, her husband, her best friend, and yeah, ay, ay, ay. oh I my know. god, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's really good. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, and asking the deep, important questions, and we love that on just a whole other level. The first thing I think I noticed about this show is it is beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. god, just visually mm-hmm. stunning, mm-hmm. and macro and micro because the city is beautiful san francisco the the water the golden gate bridge the uh, but then also micro her clothes yeah like yeah, her yeah, closet yeah. itself is all oh of my those god things. yeah just beautiful yeah. looks like a jewel box like yeah. sparkly and oh yeah gorgeous right and yeah. i gotta say i'm not sure i realized like how much i needed that right now yeah, uh, something just beautiful, and it's not escapist because the whole point is she can't escape herself mm-hmm. and this inquiry into who she is and what has happened to her. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's because it's so asking the deeper, dark questions, existential questions that maybe keeping it light and beautiful on the outside was important to the show. But I yeah. love it. 
I need yeah, it. And I, I love that too. And I think it, it has like a big little lies. Maybe this is a Hello Sunshine mm-hmm. thing, but just that feel of the, the dichotomy between it being a beautiful setting, but then something sinister or oh, yeah, darker lurking. happening. Yeah. That contradiction, I think, is always maybe it's a hallmark of, of their productions, but, but I love it. I like that better personally for me than like a the gritty thriller where the, where the setting matches that. I like yeah. it being... And what I'm saying is I like the gritty and yeah. still I was like, oh God, I, I really wanted this. I didn't right. even know how much I wanted this. But it's also yeah. interesting because, you know, she, even though it is her, her home is beautiful and her clothing is beautiful, but then, you know, she, she even within the city, she goes to different parts of the city that aren't always just her beautiful home which I so there's always these contradictions I think after yes. showing like the sides of her they sort of mirror the fact that she's not sure what what world she's supposed to be in too like yeah. does this beautiful house fit me because I, I don't again I don't know who I am and yeah. just like I'm in this closet like which of these clothes do I even like which ones are right. me you know what I mean it's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I yeah, and and I love the way they showed that mm-hmm. but with the dresses, the yeah, dress she pulled perfect. out from the back of the mm-hmm. closet and it's this sexy strappy dress and then her husband's like, "No, no, no. This is what you wear." <laughs> like, I don't right. know who like, that who bought that yeah. dress, where exactly. that dress is, but this is you and it's this very traditional white uh, floral, floral gown. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but she knew when she put that black one on. She's like, oh, huh? Who? Yeah, I, I think I like this person. Who's this person? But, but they're both in her closet, so that's yes. why she doesn't know. So she's like, how could the same person have this dress and this dress? You know? Mm-hmm. So that yeah. with the dresses, you're able to, like you said, just immediately understand that we don't know. There's different sides of her. Yeah. Even before she lost her memory, there must have been. She must have been complicated even then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I think, didn't we discuss this once at dinner or uh, offline? How, like, if I had lived in the suburbs, I would have been a different person. Yeah. And you're like, I just would have been the same person no matter where I was. I, Mm -hmm. but is this undermining that or confirming that for you? I think I'd be confused as to who I was, regardless of my. Okay. 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 I'd still be having the existential crisis uh, even then. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah. So do we want to talk about her husband, James, or do we want to? James. Yeah. 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 Played by Oliver Jackson Cohen, Mm -hmm. who we saw in The Lost Daughter. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He was Dakota Johnson's husband. Mm -hmm. He has a list of accolades that show him playing someone slightly creepy but who ne- who doesn't materialize as you know the ba- the bad guy per mm-hmm, se mm-hmm. but that, that he's just got this really clean cut look that can also be what's underneath there like you're questioning mm-hmm. what what's mm-hmm. really going on here and i think he's nailing it in this episode in the first episode yes right? i wasn't sure what to make of him personally yeah not at all, because he is, at least I was about to say, on the surface. But mm. yes, on the surface, he's this seemingly doting husband who's, yeah. you know, very concerned about her and wants to take care of her. But yeah, I mean, you know immediately that maybe can you trust him? Was their marriage really 
a good marriage you know there's some comments made with his friend you know but but even those you know you don't know what they are he's sort of like you know maybe maybe right just, what to make of it yeah yeah maybe it was just okay like they didn't get along great but now this is a fresh start and you know yeah. whatever so i i kind of buy this idea that he, this that i get this idea that both he and caroline have of whatever went on before like you know now now is an opportunity for a fresh start so going back to like this idea of like different versions of yourself like even if they saw her one way or their dynamic was one way you could see how if like this happened you'd be like all right well you know what but now's our chance to maybe change yeah. that and I that's not that... necessarily sinister but no 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 so, yeah. no that's right that's a good point and i think that moment where he's talking to his friend and sophie overhears when she comes back mm-hmm. from the ladies room right i think that is supposed to tip us off that maybe it's a little bit more genuine because you know, he's in private and he is not mm-hmm. in front of her. And he's like, this is a fresh start. We yeah. can, you know, start over. And that feels maybe hesitant, but loving. And yeah. so, yeah, you really aren't sure what to make him. I was not a big fan of him telling her what to wear. That's a huge red flag uh, for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that that's where you saw the controlling hint. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, but they yeah. had to plant. Yeah, you got to plant the seeds of... Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the husband's always the suspect in these, of you course. know, or always, you know, but, but he's playing it well. Like, yes, definitely. Yeah. And we're going to, we'll get into Baden and, and how he pretty much outright says, be suspicious oh, yeah. of him. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, the telling her what to wear, that's always a red flag for me. But, and as they're piecing together the, the broken wrist, I wanted to talk about that or mm-hmm. the arm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he seems to be or I don't know there's there's consistency right there is that he wasn't oh and he also wasn't there apparently he has like a full alibi for her accident mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I'm mm-hmm. like well that's something like if he wasn't yeah. there what what is happening and then the okay. we see in the file Sophie sees that the doctors have tagged possible domestic yes. violence even though she completely denied it denied it but also i mean like you're saying this is the presumption is now not a presumption of innocent or guilt but the suspicion goes immediately to the person that's closest to you your spouse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's just standard course we don't we don't have any reason to believe that she said to the doctor like my husband did this or she was looking fishy that's just that's just the immediate suspicion right and and what did you think about caroline's story oh. about yeah, right? So horrible. I was like, blah. And even she's thinking like, I mean, I may right. not have any memory, but this seems <clears throat> ridiculous. Oh. A shopping accident? Uh, I mean, <laughs> is, that, is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. seemed really off. So then you get the red flags about Caroline. Yes. You're like, hmm, this does not seem right. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Is anybody yeah. getting the red flag about the therapist or am I... I don't, yeah. a therapist can she I don't know I just yeah she's I she's tough 
but she and also little, said you can't trust any of your memories. I'm like, don't. Yeah, that's you that can't seems tell her like that. right. Yeah. So then I was like, first of all, this seems like malpractice of some kind. I'm not a therapist, <laughs> but I, I was just like, is that even right? Like, can you tell someone who's lost their memory? But maybe again, I'm not. I mean, there's entire right, but there are practices of therapy that are intended to conjure up those memories yeah. they believe that they're they're deep in the subconscious and so mm-hmm. I, I don't I'm not sure if it's malpractice or just a preferential thing but I, I she doesn't have to say that at all she right. did not have to say you can't trust those memories and that there definitely was a red flag for me yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. I thought the comment she made was very interesting about her being I mean basically like you jumped into the middle of the ocean or whatever yeah. and what that tells me is you're determined and I was like interesting I mean I don't know I think the therapist is going to be and I don't know if she stays like this she's pretty she's aggressive and possibly red flaggy to me yeah she seems intent on a more particular narrative than and now maybe that's the way it has to start in the beginning you don't know anything you have to try to shape what you do actually know which was she was found in the middle of the ocean and yeah. you know that that maybe she did want to die but i don't know it's i mean but she says to her which i think is yeah. the main question of the show if my life was so perfect why did i try to end it i mean that's yeah. that's the question the 5 million dollar question out there like every her life looks perfect everybody's telling her it's perfect but yeah. you know yeah. the therapist doesn't have a good answer for that i mean no no so. Uh, yeah, because it doesn't s- suit her narrative of bad therapist would say, like, let's figure out what's wrong with you. Because when you, if there's something wrong with you, then you stay in my care. Right. And if there's right, right, not right. something wrong with you, then you'll be gone with yeah. yourself. So she's yeah, yeah. invested in that. And um, again, I'm saying bad therapy, not good therapy. <laughs> she's invested in this idea that there's something wrong with her and she wanted to kill herself. And we need to really uncover what's wrong with you. Right. Uh, and that she needs I, to accept responsibility for herself. You know, it's like a little yeah. like, yeah, she's like, how can I accept responsibility? I'm like, I don't remember doing it. And it doesn't really seem to make any objective sense to me why yes. I would do that. Even if I don't remember. Yeah. Why? Just there's some missing pieces. There's missing there's pieces. Definitely some missing pieces. And right. she knows that. Yeah. Yeah. And the people in her life don't seem to want her to go back. It's like, let's just fresh start it, mm-hmm. you know? And that's not so easy yeah if you're her like really because i kind of have some questions here (laughs) yeah and and those questions are being fueled by thomas baden the detective who is working on her case yes which i was like thank god somebody here that seems a little more grounded in reality and not one particular narrative although by the end now this episode we're assuming you watch the whole thing so the mm-hmm. spoiler at the end they were having an affair yeah and so mm-hmm. uh, you so know can that we ruined, trust him yeah that ruins a little bit of his an ad- yeah, impartiality agenda. yeah he mm-hmm. has an agenda i mean that's the thing everybody does but oh. i still for some reason feel he is a little bit more grounded in reality and maybe it's because he's the only one saying something different from everyone else. When everyone's mm-hmm. story is the same yeah. mm-hmm. and he's like, dig into that a little bit more. You know, right. what's your husband hiding? And yeah. it's true. that I mean, that we, if he knows about the affair, then it's not as rosy and simple as 
as James is making it sound. Right, so. right. Clearly, the affair shows there's definitely more to the story, regardless of yeah. what it is. I mean, there's this yeah. adds immediately adds another layer, possibly gives him a motive if he did know about it. I mean, just another complication. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really like Baden. I just, I don't yeah. know. I agree with you. Just like right out of the gate, I, I want to trust him more, even though I know it's a thriller and I should trust no one. Right. Uh, but you know, there are levels and yeah. Yeah. So also like, you know, her letter, the suicide note, mm-hmm. whatever made me this way happened a long time ago. So then I'm even thinking like possibly in her past past, Yes. So this would Childhood go beyond just, yeah, beyond her husband, yeah. exactly, or her friend. So that just added another layer of mm-hmm. what what is going on here. And, yeah. you know, you'll find a new life without me. This one just isn't mine. Yeah. So wait, that so was even a powerful before line. that, yeah, yeah, so even before the accident, if right. you believe this letter, yeah. she already didn't feel like this was her, that she was who she wanted to be or was in the life that was Mm -hmm. hers. And so now, then you add on, now she's back, can't remember any of that. And has no idea which life or herself is her. And who might have known about that? I mean, there are plenty of things that, that even if you have a great marriage or a great best friend, that maybe you wouldn't have shared, you know. Yeah. Or maybe you'd shared vaguely, oh, like, because of the way I grew up, that's why I'm so driven or, you know, like, whatever yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. But it, they might not know. And maybe had they known, they would have thought, oh, that is something that could drive someone to want to take their life. Right. Or or maybe it's also just the, the – she can't reconcile, like, what happened before and then the life she lives now. Who knows? I mean – the, the first episode really sets us up for so many explanations and avenues. And mm-hmm. as we go, obviously, those will be whittled away and they'll drop off as not feasible. But they set up a lot in this There's first episode. Exactly. I mean, I like have a list of questions that are set yeah. up. In this. I mean, was this a suicide or not? Right. If not, right. who pushed her or who was responsible and why? Like, can mm-hmm. she trust her husband? Can she trust Braden? Can she trust Caroline? I mean, all of these questions of who can you trust? What we yeah. just said, like, what happened in her past, her past past, and who can tell her about it? Who is Tess? We didn't even talk about this. The Coast Guard woman told yes, her. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yes. that you were telling, you were talking crazy, but mm-hmm. you were calling yourself Tess and saying a man pushed you. So. Yeah. Who's Tess? Well, right. Why was she calling herself that? Is Sophie even her name? Yeah. Did And then, yeah, like the overall question of just who is she really? And yeah. and then just who who was she? But then put even forgetting that, just who is she now? Who is she mm-hmm. going to be? Because, I mean, the tagline that in the in the materials is like, Surface is a story of self-discovery which contemplates if we are pre-programmed to become who we are or if we choose our own identity. And mm. now I know she so much of this will be getting answers to who she was and her past. But yeah. the, the really interesting question is even if you get all those answers, like, who are you now? I mean, you... Yeah. Wow. I didn't read that little tagline. Yeah. And that speaks to exactly what I was talking about in the beginning with the, like, is this my beautiful house? And is this my, is this really my life? And mm-hmm. 
maybe it's that that nagging of like is this is there how much free will Mm -hmm. do we really have and and was this destined for me despite the the ways I've tried to sabotage it or not or or get it how much of that really matters oh that's so fascinating Mm. so there's a lot of big questions here like both plot that's what I love there's all these open questions of plot that I just went through but then just these bigger questions and to me that's that's good tv because if you can have a thriller operate on both of those levels yes yeah Yeah. so where we want to actually know what is happening and then also maybe is this reflecting a little bit back at me and a universal question of like who am I and how much of this was my doing and how much of it wasn't my doing and what can I change and what can I change Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah so big we're in big we are in big questions yes we are definitely in anything else that we didn't that we missed I don't think no. so no I mean I think that's it yes. I mean yeah secrets we just we love things with secrets too oh so. and not all it's not just... knowing your own secrets having to figure yes. out your own secrets yeah. is is a, a yeah that's another angle. layer or yeah. angle exactly yeah. exactly yeah because yeah, usually what we love is someone who I mean they know their secrets it's just they're not revealing them to the other characters or whatever yeah. or it's being unraveled for us but she literally doesn't know them I know yes what is mm. important but mm. you can see she is trusting her gut and or li- at least listening to it and just going mm, that doesn't quite add up the yeah broken arm shopping trip yeah and, i think that's a good point like she she does start by the way, off, and what role does she, that best friend have in all of this is she like did she set her up for murder like what to knows? murder her who no. knows but i think you're raising a good point i mean she's in a very vulnerable spot at the start of this given the circumstances of course but even within that you're right she does have moments of of agency or moments of pushing back like she she doesn't she's always questioning which I think will I assume throughout the series will will build upon and she'll be even stronger in that sense whatever but even right now in the state that she's in she's like wait a second here yes and you're so right that's actually that is why I trust I think Baden a little bit more because she didn't she was curious but she didn't have the same reaction of like hmm you know so I feel like we're really in her gut with her and she's uh, the the Mm -hmm. actress Gugu Mbatha Mbatha. yeah Mm -hmm. she is just really bringing us there Mm -hmm. to to say like this I trust this I don't trust and she's you know it's so subtle because she's just going along with everything anyway she goes to the the ball Mm -hmm. she has drinks with her friend she goes out to Mm -hmm. dinner with her girlfriends she's doing everything but you see conveyed what she does trust and what she doesn't trust and that is like you said agency but it's also makes me feel that way too I didn't even know why and it's because she has conveyed that the actress has conveyed that so beautifully 
I like that. We're in her gut. You're right. Yeah. We, we feel Because that's all she has. Yeah. She has exactly. no information. She has, you know, very little information. Almost no facts as if there, there were any facts about someone's life. And she lives here and this is her husband and this is her friend. But yeah, she's not feeling it. So No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Also makes you wonder what how had she gotten to that point where with one or maybe one dinner maybe five dinners who knows how many it's been five months I guess but a few dinners with these this group of friends and she's like this feels all wrong but presumably she had been doing it for years right is this what I like like do I like these people basically she's asking her like it doesn't seem like I would at all but she and how had she been putting up with it like did she come home after all of those dinners and go, God, why do I do that every month? Right. Or or did she not even really notice? Right. I, I, was I she know. so entrenched in it? Had she become yes. a different person? Was yes. she loving those dinners? Right. Right. It's really interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That stuff. Yeah. And, and if, if you had now, a trauma, what would feel right. weird to you that you do all the time? And would you, like you said, she has to rely on her gut and her instincts. And it's almost like it's, I'm thinking like that would actually be really great for me if I was forced into to a only, situation yeah. to only have that, right? Because we lose that. Yeah. I think people lose that with among all the other stuff. But if you mm-hmm. don't have the other stuff and you don't have all the expectations and the memories and the, this is what I do and you're just, I, I this just doesn't feel right. Like I don't yes. know whether I was supposed to like you people or not, but I don't find you interesting. So right. therefore... What I don't had, want to hang out with you. Like, why was I doing this? Like, yes, that, um, and that's funny because for me, and you know, we've talked about this, sometimes my gut instinct, and maybe that's the wrong word, but I'm using it like in a big umbrella, is really fear. And mm-hmm. that my first instinct is fear and not necessarily this like true gut reaction of, of true north, right? And sometimes I have to set aside the fear and go, okay, was that really the thing or was that not really the thing that I want to do? And Mm -hmm. so where does all that come in? Come in. Yeah, survival instincts. She still has those. I mean, every human brain does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a a primal, you know, maybe she doesn't know why she's afraid, but she would know what what brings up that fear for her. So, I don't know. Yeah, and then she's an added layer of, fear from the trauma i mean she's yeah. been greatly affected by that i mean she can't go over bridges oh yes that's what, right. i mean that's yeah. that's a new i'm mm. not that's not even prime that's a result of her accident or yeah. suicide whatever it was so you've got that thrown in too mm-hmm. which and the, and will that keep her from answers because she won't want to look at that fear mm-hmm. yeah so. understandably yeah of yeah. course yeah <laughs> Oh boy! Wait, I did not expect for there to be overlap with Leo Grand. <laughs> Everything comes back to Leo Grand. No, I'm, okay. I'm finding it interesting. The the facing your fears, just do it. You have to. That's where the answers are. Push through the mm-hmm. fear. I and then identity and different parts of self and contextualized self. That's mm-hmm. fascinating. Yeah, it really is. I'm telling you, stuff all gets intertwined. This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. If you enjoyed this show, please tell the complicated women in your life. And the men who love them. Yes, tell them to listen. And then to follow on Spotify or review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And of course, share on social media. 
Tag us with your favorite books, TV shows, and movies starring complicated women on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Fiction Women or on Twitter at Pop underscore Women. For more coverage of the women you love or to find out if you qualify as a complicated woman, go to popfictionwomen.com. And keep it complicated.